What are our sources for being nice to other Jews? What are they? Or Byron, what's our source for being nice to other Jews? Yeah, after Good. Everybody agrees. What? Excellent. So that was perfect. I don't know if you guys lined that up all while you're waiting for me, but thank you. We're used to thinking that the only source for being nice to other Jews is Vatarikamocha. And that of course is true. But not 100%. Because there's another powerful source, which we will see really takes us further even and that is there's a mitzvah to go in the ways of Hashem. What is he, Racham? So should you be. And now, even when we say it right away, we understand that that that's going to be further, even in the words, without getting into the exact chilukim and differences and um, responsibilities in each one and why we need each one. That's 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 really room for a whole shear. But love your friend as yourself. Okay, and now already when we talk about a lot of things going the ways of God, which obviously sounds like a lot more, more compelling, uh, more far-reaching. And, and in our Limud, in this next Vod, we will definitely see that it is more far-reaching about the Rekhamoka. There are 13 attributes of, of mercy. Kaddish Baruch was going to destroy the Jewish people. Rahman al-Islam, Moshe Rabbeinu, came. One of the greatest accomplishments of his life was saving Klai Yisrael after the Cheda Egel. And at that point afterwards, the Kaddish Baruch taught him this Seder. Hashem Hashem Kerachim Bechanan Bechulay. These are such a part, every time we say Slichot, Svardim after every Shachar Semincha, I believe, and we during Slichos, Ashkenazim during Slichos, I didn't say we'd exclude any. I'm very, very happy if we have Sephardi brothers. I grew up in Deal, New Jersey, uh, but I mean, we the Ashkenazim, Ashkenazim, two people here right now are Ashkenazim, Ashkenazim uh, over Slichos. We always draw in on Tanit Sibur. We always bring in, of course, in Yom Kippur. We don't stop saying the Yugim will be the Sarachimim. If the Pasuk hadn't said it, it would be impossible to say this. came, put on a talus like a shleif tzibor, the herald of Moshe Seder at Tzvila, taught Moshe the Seder at Tzvila, and listen to these shocking words. When the Jewish people are sinning, they should do this seder. Yasu lefanei kaseder zeh, vani mochalahem, and I will forgive them. Incredible. The yugimu midas arachimim. That's why. Why do we say that in Yom Kippur? Why do we say them at times when we need slicha? Because of this aftacha. Because of this promise that calls man shiyasu lefanei kaseder zeh, ani mochalahem. Rabbeinu Bechaye writes, begalus. Listen to this lashon. Ein lanu koin gadol lo beis this is what's left. No Besamikdash, no Korbanus, no Besamikdash, right? No Kohen Gadol. But we have Yugil Midas Arachman. Kaddish Baruch loves us. That's a Shorosh, right? The whole world with all of its insionists is only because he loves us. Our souls would have been happy to stay upstairs. But the level of Tzvekas, of connection to him and pleasure would have felt, would have been somehow lacking. Therefore, he sent us into these low worlds, in order to come out better. You read the Litzar Unfortunately, along the way, some people will get lost. 
but hopefully we will stand and get to a greater level of dveikus and connection. But it's all for us. And in that world of love, we understand that he made these amazing things. Sometimes you don't, really? Really? Yeah, really, really, really. I don't want to spend too much time on that. It would take us off focus. But we have to know that that so many things in Judaism are just obvious expressions of the Bonosham's amazing, amazing love for his brios, and that's why he does things like that. Does did a Kaddish Bokor really teach us a tefillah, which is going to work? He did, and that's why we say it because we believe that. We don't know see the, the effects of it, but we believe. Why is Kleistro scream? Why do you scream when the Aron Kodesh opens and you say you give me this Arachman? Because we know it works. And how could such a thing work? Because Hashem loves us. How could a mitzvah b'tzar be equal to me'ash lo b'tzar? How could a mitzvah with a little bit of pain, a little bit of a headache, is worth a hundred times? A little bit. That's all it has to be. Doesn't have to be your. Doesn't have to be your struggling to rip yourself a cancer patient. God forbid, which I've seen sitting down at a friend, Pinchas Seipash, slap himself to the base measure, open up a gemara. His his was in l'shar in l'tar. No, no, it doesn't have to be that. A little bit of a headache, and you sit down and learn. And you dive in anyway. It's worth a hundred mitzvahs. How could such a thing be? Because the Barsham loves us. And that same love he gave us, you'll give me to Sarachman. So this is a is amazing, amazing, amazing uh thing to go into. Rav Moshe Cordovero, the great Kabbalist, found the 13 Psukim in Micha. Happens to be the very last prophet, the very end of Micha, which is one of the minor prophets, the the Treosar, the 12 prophets. And he wrote a sefer called Tomer Dvara. The first parak is what we're going to be involved in. And it's a unique sefer that not only does he list the Mida, list the attribute of Hashem, but he also goes and then, as we would appreciate in the Avoda and uh, Avoda Hashem Vad and Musar Vad, Midas Vad, he spells out what you should do. Right? Usually the, the job of the Malamed of the Lomaid is to come and see, like the Ramban advises in his letter, how can I apply this? Ramban writes in, Iger, in, in his famous Igarit, when you finish learning, before you get up from the Sefer, think how to apply it. Well, here, Moshe Cordovero, the great Ramak, did the work for us. And he not only showed us the Midos through the Psukim and Micha, but he went then and told us how to apply it. The Tomer Dvorah by the Bali Musar was like a Shulchan Aruch of Midos. It was called that, I forget which one, I think, believe maybe the Altar of Kelm. And there were places where they learned it every month. They would go through, at least the first parak. I don't know about the whole Sefer, but the first parak they would learn every month. This is the Shulchan Aruch. You want to know where's the Shulchan Aruch of Midos? In Tomer Devarim. We mentioned it's a brisk Krusa. Mepharshim asked, Mepharshim mentioned two things which makes the brisk Krusa, the, the, the cut covenant, so much more powerful when we say you're going to meet us in One is that you know they're perush. Some of Farshim say that. And some of Farshim say you have to do it. It's not enough just to say it. They're medayik galoshim. Yasu I think perhaps it was the shla or another one of the early Mepharshim asked. We see that we say it and it doesn't work. So it was a promise that was supposed to work. Yet sometimes we say it and it doesn't work. We don't see the mechila. We see that sarah kind of happens anyway. So he answered, you have to be doing it. It's not enough just to say it, you have to do it. So certainly, the more we say it, with Kavana, and the more we engage in it ourselves, brings uh, the tefillah to a whole different level. Okay, so now, there's not a vod about davening. 
I just had to give all that introduction to appreciate what we're about to engage in. It is very exciting for me to share this in the VOD. I've taught and learned uh, the Torah Torah many, many times, um, but I never, ever did it in a VOD. Never. And I'm very curious to see where we're going to go with it, i.e., because even as Ramosha Cordovera, even as the Ramak made the meter practical, we're going to have to try to make it a lot more practical. We are, as we begin, Tomer Torah, at the bottom of a mountain. I think, honestly, say we're at the bottom of Everest, would not do it justice. It's a lot higher mountain than Mount Everest. And everybody has to take that in as we begin this topic. This is a lot higher mountain than Mount Everest. Mount Everest, if you have enough money, oxygen, six weeks of time to blow, don't get hit by a rock, you can make it to the top. You and I can. Don't do it. It's not a good place for a nice Jewish boy and a nice Jewish girl, but you could do it. I can't say we're going to get to the top of the mountain. I don't think I could get you there, but I'm going to try to at least help direct me and all of us to this amazing mountain called trying to learn the Torah Dvara and trying to get on the Darach Hashem. Because the Darach Hashem is a lifetime work to go in his ways. But we have to start. But you have to know that at the beginning, we're in a mountain. Everything we do in Avodah Hashem is a mountain. There's always room to grow. But here it's really a mountain. You'll see right away as we get into the the the, the enormous Rachmanus, the enormous Savlanus, the enormous uh, patience that Avodah has with the world, for us to think we're going to be exactly like that is obviously beyond us, but we're trying, and we're we're going in the direction. As always, and I'll mention this probably again as we go, our goal, and what I really, I think one of the most important things I learned from Rebleichter, I would say, and from Revolva, uh, a little bit, is the idea that we're trying to do is always to take true Torah concepts and be true to the Torah concepts and be true to our reality. This is where many, uh, I would say, fail. They just say over the Torah concepts as if they're easy to accomplish and do. And there are those that really are just kind of doing self-help and dressing it up as Torah. Those are not, neither of those are okay. It's good to inspire people and it's good self-help books are great. I like them. Atomic Habits, Seven, Seven Habits of This. Very nice. Good to great. Good books. But they're not Torah books. They're not Torah Dvarah. So we can just say Tomer Dvara and have no connection to reality. So our point, where I'd say, when I, where I would say to Reichler is, you know, one of the biggest geniuses in the world is trying to find the Torah concepts, how they apply in our life in a real way, that we're somehow being true to the big Torah concept, which is so far from us, but dealing with our reality of who we are, and that the pristine Torah touches our our very unpristine selves, and and finding that connection, that bridge. That's really when that that's where the money is. That's where the sweet spot is. That's where the difficulty is. And that's going to be very, very true here. That's that's really a lot of what excites me about this topic because I know because Torah Torah is so high. And I do like to teach it. And I do think it's a great inspiration for people to hear about it. But now to think like how are we going to like connect it practically into our lives is going to be um is going to be very interesting. Okay. So that that's what we're about. Now again, there were in the Pasik Yugimomidos. Rishonim argue about how to count them. It's already Machlokis and Shas, Rashi, and Tosas. I think Tosas is two days in Rosh Hashanah, and there are many Mepharshim. We're not getting into all that because we're going the Tomer Dvorah way. And the Tomer Dvorah, again, took these Psukim in um, Micha, 
And the Golda Rufo understood that these psukim are connected the Yugamidas Arachamim. I've never been able to fully work out how which one was which, right? Which Hashem Hashem which Hashem corresponds exactly to what he's saying. I don't think we're going to get into that either. What we are going to do is that we're going to learn the Talmud Torah, how he learns the Psukim and Micha. Um, it's just on a limit itself, it's very, very exciting. And then, as I said, we're going to try to make practical Kabbalists to try to connect. We might even go out of order. I think we're going to start with the first two because they're a good place to start. But we're not necessarily going to go in the order because I think some of them are are more for later stages. Okay, so with all that, let's begin. Now let's see if we could share a screen here. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we're starting over here. Okay. Here we go. Here we're right here. Mikael Kamocha. So the Pusik says, Mikael Kamocha, no se avon, vover al pesha lasheris nachalaso. Mikael Kamoch, which literally translates as, who is a God like you? Let's see how the Tomer Dvora learns it. Mora al hayot HaKadosh Baruch Hu Melech Ne'elav. Incredible. It was already worth coming to hear this idea. The idea of Mikael Kamoch shows that God is a Melech Ne'elav. That means an insulted king. Everything of God is being insulted. He's insulted. Aluv, Elbon, is insult. An insult is I was not allowed from you means I was insulted by you. So Kaddish was so to speak a insulted king. Sovel Elbon that carries um carries this insult. What a person cannot means like include a rayon. The mind can't grasp. We can't fully grasp how insulted God is. Now he explains I never heard that God was insulted before. What are you talking about? Hare. Ain davar nistam eshkakato belisafik. Anu maminim vene maminim that God knows everything. Right? Ain davar nistam eshkakato belisafik. Vaod, ain rega shli adam nizon mitkayem mikoch elyon hoshafe alav. And there's no moment that a person is not um, sustained and Kept alive from a higher koach, which is shofela. Aaron, how would you translate shofea? I'm having problems with shefa. Shefa, how do you translate shefa? Flow. What? Flow, but it's, it's more than flow. But flow and sustenance, sustain, sustenance, like a mashpia is not just a flower. When you say you're mashpia on your students, mean you flow on them? You don't mean that. What do you mean? Mashpia, shefa. Okay, but everybody knows what it, it is, it, right? In, influence. Influence, but influence also not strong enough. Influence, In, influence. Influx. Yeah, okay. It's hard. It's a hard word to flow and sustain. Flow and sustain. That's my best translation right now. Okay, but there's no moment when a person ever understand this. Every single second, we are nishba from Hashem. Okay, so let's get those two ideas clear before we go on. Kadosh Baruch Hu knows what's going on, and Hashem is giving me life right now. Right. If we're all living this moment, one of the most um, famous 
just to bring that idea home a little bit, is we know from the Nefesh Chaim, the idea if there will be the world will be one minute without Torah, everything will be chosel Tovavo. Incredible. That means that Kaddish Baruch is giving to the Bria every single second. God would not have to say, I don't want the Bria. I don't want creation. God has to say, I'm going to stop giving to creation to, to stop the whole thing, God forbid. Very different than, a, as the Nefesh Chaim says, very different than a worksman who makes a table. He puts himself into the table. Now he's gone. Kaddish Baruch is not like that. Kaddish Baruch is sustaining the table every single second. There's, there's a, a divine thing which is keeping everything in the world going all the time. So now, therefore, that's what's going on. So it means us also, as we are, as we are, as we're, now, let's continue. So now he says, Hare, Timtza, therefore it comes out, Shemi, Olam, never, Lochata Adam Negdo, there was never a single sin that's been done in all of the 6,000 years of Rashis. Shalayahu Ba'oto Rega Mamish, Shofei Shefa, exactly at the time of the sin, God was sending sustenance onto the person. So Hashem is giving me the ability to live and keeping my body going. Even though a person, so God is giving me koach, and what do I do? He does a sin. Incredible. But he doesn't hold back his ashba from him. God is sobal. He carries, like a sabal is a carrier, a, a delivery man. So, to continue to give him life. And the person takes that cough and makes that God angry. takes it. Lo tomar, and don't say to yourself, Don't say God couldn't stop. The world's going. He doesn't. He couldn't stop. That means instantly. Kaddish Baruch could drive a person's hands and feet. As he did, we find he did it to your album. Vim calls that. Even so, God could bring back the Koach, and God should have said to himself, Hey, you're sinning against me. Your Lashonar is against me. <laughs> your lack of saying Brahms is against me. Your Bittator is against me. So use your own Koach. To sin and not my cough to sin, right? Not because of that understandable, reasonable cheshbon, not because of that understandable, reasonable calculation does God stop giving to the person. No, and he won't be carried the insult. So that's what God does. So, friends. What is Mikel Kamocha? We'll, we'll explain in the words in a moment, but the idea is two things we have to understand. Two things which produce a new idea. God knows what's going on. One. Two, God is giving you life. God is giving all of us life. That means that God was giving us life as he knows that we're sinning. And he could have said, I'm not going to give you life as you sin. But God gives us the life to sin against him. 
that's like you giving your kid money for something. He takes it to make a campaign against you. You gave your kid money to make a party for the family. He took the money and he made a campaign as opposed to making a party for the family on Hanukkah. He took the money and he put out papers against you, against his parents. He put out ads on TikTok and Instagram and Telegram against you. You say, I'm, I'm going to cut off the flow. I'm going to take off. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to cut off your 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 credit card. You want to send do it with your own money. You're using my credit card to make a campaign against me and your mother. I mean, yeah, I can understand. But your mother, uh, I'm canceling the credit card. So Kaddish Baruch should cancel the credit card, but he doesn't do that. Let's continue. Hareze. Hareze elbon v'savlanu This is This is an insult. An insult and a patience that is infathomable. Well, you can't even speak about it. And thereby, the Melachim called Kaddish Boko Melech Aluf, an insulted king. See a Kabbalistic source here. Now, how does this fit into the words Mikel Kamocha? Binomer Mikel Kamocha, Ata Kel, Bal Chesed Hametiv, Kel Bal Koch, Linkom, Belesovet Shelcha. So Kel, listen well, everybody, has two interpretations. Kel is the language of Chesed, and Kel is a lush of strength. Where do we learn the language of strength? In last week's parsha, Yesh like El Yadi. Lovin says Yesh like El Yadi Lasodim Chara. El is strength. Elokim is Balakoch. Elokim is Balakoch. So El means strength. But El means Chesed. So he's he's working on both the words. Mi Kel Kamocha, meaning who is a Bal Chesed like you? Who is he that has the strength to pull back and not give, not redo the credit card? And not put more money in the bank. It's him. But who's like you? The, despite the fact that you have the power, kale, you have the koach to hold back, you're a bal chesed, you don't hold back. Ata bal koach mated. El bal koach linkom v'lesov shokham. Vim kol zata sovel v'nelav ajashu b'tshuva. And you give the person time to this hosa b'tshuva. Before we see how this applies to us, right, I hope everybody, if you're feeling a little nervous, you should. We should be nervous that God is so loving. That's very comforting. But what in the world is he going to ask us to do that's like that? I mean, I'm nice. I'm patient. I don't yell at my wife. I don't yell at my kids. I'm not, I'm not sitting on a uh, I'm not sitting on a wire all the time. But this maybe we should go back to Donald Lakov's fuss. And that was easier. We have to be we have to know this me that and somehow try to get there. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna yield that way, but I just want to give two or three comments before that. In a certain way, you could Kavayahu feel bad for Hashem, right? Obviously, we're never talking about his atzmius. We're not talking about his essence, right? We're not talking about his essence, but in a certain way, a person could feel bad for the Rosh I mean, that's the deal. That is the deal. He's called Melech Nelav, and that's the point. Again, we're not talking about his essence, but we're talking about it as a Malchus in the world of Kavad Shemaim. It's terrible what the Rabbi Shalom is going through. Think about it. You know, he gives so much to the Bria. He's so good, and he's giving to it. And we're, and it's not, and it's the, the Chiddush here is that the Koach that he gives us, we misuse, and we take it to the wrong place, and we misuse it against him. It's Mamish the Moshe, the kid is, the kid is, the kid is sponsored by his parents. And not just the kid goes against the parents. With the koach that the parent gives the kid, 
He, the kid goes against the parents, against the Rebbe. I made you. I gave you the abilities, and now you use it against me. Incredible. And I just want to comment also, this is getting worse and worse in a certain way as the world gets crazier and crazier. Baruch Hashem, we see so many excellent things happen in the world of Ruchnius, but in a certain way, the Ruchnius is getting more and more insulted. Like, where are you guys? So really, he and she is also out now? Like, what? Like, what's going on? You know? Anti-Semitism? Like, what, what? Where Where are you guys? Like, where is the world? Thank God Kleiso waking up a little bit, but the Kaddish world is getting more and more insulted. I mean, I'm putting all this into the world? You know? I'm putting all this into the and I, started, I know a certain great man used to run an institution. Certain times I would fire people and say, like, this is not the institution I want. Like, this this, this wasn't what I had in mind. This is what it developed into. So the, it's scary. Kaddish Boko knows what's going on. He knows how much he's putting into the world. And it's getting crazier and crazier. One last comment before uh, before um, we, we dive into the practical part. A person naturally feels close to Hashem when all is going well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in a groove, I'm learning well, I'm davening well, people like me, I'm successful. I'm close to Hashem then. You know, I feel spiritual a little bit. So, Nassan Vachvogel, the famous of the Lakewood Yeshiva, writes, you have to know that when you're doing bad, when you're down and the world's against you, in a certain Bechina, you're close to Hashem. Because Hashem is a Melech Oluf. When you're feeling insulted and no one recognizes you, and you're putting you when 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 you do the program and everybody loves you and you speak well and they all want to hear you speak again and they're asking a lot of questions, and so well, you're farther from the Roshal. When you're insulted and you're feeling down, you're closer to God because he's a Melchalub. It's an amazing aura. Uh I never heard anybody else saw it, but but if you think about this, we get in a real way. You know, Kaviyah, we think Hashem is so successful. Now, obviously, we're talking on a practical level. Hashem's not so successful, it's not going so well, you know. And it's not going well for me. Guess what? When it's not going well for you, that's when you're close to Hashem. That's when you're. That's when you're like Him. Everything's going fine. You're different. When you know, when you, that, that's basically how I remember the heart. Okay, let's let's go further. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So here we go. Harezu This is something a person has to do. Ritzoni hasavlonis vechem. Another thing, hayoso ne'alav afilu madrigos. You have to be this insulted. Vim kolzeh lo yosu tovasu menemakabel. Okay. Now, Rabbeinu Rabosai says two things here. One is sablonus v'chein two, and we will deal with these two separate things. But I want to show clearly that he is being. This is the beautiful part of the Talmud Zvara. Not only did he describe the mida, but he told us what we have to do. So, what do we have to do in Mikel Kamocha? This mida Mikel Kamocha. This first of the 13 attributes, what does it translate to us? One, savlanus, being patient with people, carrying their burden, not, 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 not their burden like Nazarbon Khabero, being patient, the and even when you're very, very insulted, lo So I want to talk about the second one for a second and then focus on the first one. It's clear to me that the second one. A marshal for that would be, an imshal for that would be, Nebuch, I think, for people who have kids off the derech, Rahman Litzlan, that they're often just putting into the kids in the most, you know, beautiful way. And the kids sometimes are not giving, I don't, I don't just mean, you know, the fact that he's not dominant. I mean, sometimes a kid could be very, very nasty, uh, very, very chutzpahdik, very, 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 very uh, contrarian, very, very not makir tov, 
and the parent still has to put out. Now, those who don't have kids off the derech also can feel that with a teenager, right? I'm putting in so much of the kid and they're being insulting to me and things like that. But I think that the, I think knowing that so many people are, Rahmanullah's on suffering with off the derech kids makes those who are not suffering feel kind of like stupid about feeling bad that their teenagers are giving them a little lip because thank God they're going there, Hashem. So I think just for a mushal for that is just not a mushal, but a, to, that's where we would feel like, uh, or, you know, I'm putting so much into this child and he's like getting nothing back. And he's, you know, I just want to give a word to Chizik, anybody out there is like, keep hoping so many kids do come back and so many good organizations and, you know, the love that you uh, are putting in is not going to loss. And you know, when it's going to light something up in him and, even if it's not, God forbid, but Hashem appreciates your effort so much. So that's just on the side. That was just, I just do, did want to say that in the second thing. I don't want to focus on that right now, on, on that, because I think, like I said, that is so much to chew off for those of. Those who, you know, someone who has a child that's like that and has made the mental decision to, you know, keep pouring in the love, amazing. Um, for those of, for those who aren't there, to think of the marshal in this world, such a hard thing to imagine. Forget the kid, but you have a coworker or a friend, like, really? Yeah, yeah, right. Someone's insulting me in shul and I still have to give him the seat. I'm the gabai and he's insulting me. So we're going to have to deal with that eventually. I don't want to start with that because it's so much to chew off. It's, it's like we said, that's that's really Mount Everest. Um, but let's talk about Sablanus. And, 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 and this is where, you know, maybe I can add a little bit to the sugya. Let's try to make this practical a little bit. We see, we've learned tonight in the last half hour that there is this enormous sugya, right? And again, it's always good to know. That's why I gave my Akdama. This is not a book that wasn't considered, right? We can read a Rashi's Chachma or, or something. They're, they're wild swarm. I don't, I don't mean wild in any, I don't mean to denigrate, God forbid, all those swarm that are part of our Masar are so amazing. And, but there's swarm which are, aren't part of like the regular um, corpus, I would say. And you don't know always, you know, how are they, Maybe they're just like too much for us. Tomer Dvaru is, is not a book that's needed to be too much. It's a book which is part of the mainstay. The Bali Musa learned that there are many, many, I see editions of it coming out all the time, probably five or six editions. The women's groups learn it. You know, Tomer Dvaru is out there. So it's not a book we can ignore just right off and saying it's not for us. On the other hand, it's it's very, 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 very Dorish. It's it, You see right away what I meant when I said that it's a mountain. It's, it's Mount Everest on steroids because... Really? like, But that's the beauty. I want to shock the system a little bit in this first session and realize, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of our chiv, part of our world is not just loving other Jews. It's having an enormous, enormous, enormous amount of rachmanis, an enormous, enormous, enormous amount of patience. And it's being patient even for, for people who are against you. And that's so far away from our natural, we're naturally like, oh, he's against me, I'm against him. You know, I like, sure, I like people. I have my kiddish club. I, li- I like the people I like. I don't like the people I don't like. I dine with people, a bunch of people who, are, who think very, very much like me and who generally like me. And if there are people that don't like me, so I just won't deal with them and I don't like them. That's not Judaism. You know, sorry. That's just, it's not. That's, that's your, 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 you're creating Judaism to fit a picture for you, which is really what it isn't. Cause Derek Hashem was supposed to be going, supposed to go in Hashem's ways. That it's challenging, that it's trying, that we have to work hard. That it's a mountain for sure, but we can't just ignore it. Okay, so that's that. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. I myself don't know how to get to all these things. I really have no idea, but that's why we're on this journey together. But let's start with Savlanus, right? He said two things. Savlanus first said Savlanus right? Kaddish Baruch is so well. He's he's patient. 
He's incredibly, incredibly patient. Maybe this year will one day do tshuva. You know, he's singing, singing against me. It's been 80 years, 85 years. Lush and Hara, Kas, women, drinking, this, cheating, uh, 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 no learning. Okay, but maybe, maybe at the end he's going to come home. And I'm going to give him another year of life. And I'm going to, I'll be sober with him. Incredible patience. What does this say to me? This is a this is such a good place to start. You know what, friends? We have so little sublanus today. We are so impatient. Right? And I hate to say it, but we all know it's getting worse. Four swipes is too many. Fast food. Where's the food? I ordered five minutes ago. Alexis, where's my new where where are the new shoes? I ordered them two days ago. Amazon Prime. It's not at the door yet. This is crazy. What do they have so many trucks for if I can't get my shoes right away? Right? Relationships need to work right away. We got divorced. There's so much, so much young divorce. So there are a lot of reasons for it. And something has to be identified and worked on and, and, and spoken about. But part of it is because people don't want to work anymore. People are totally impatient. You're doing such a disservice to your children if you aren't training them to be solvable things because you, mommy and daddy, will take care of them, but they're going to get married and no one is going to take care of them then. And they're going to have to be so with their husbands. And they're going to have to be so with the boss one time. The worst thing, I don't know what's wrong with us. This helicopter parenting is so stupid. It's so far, it's so short-sighted. You don't get it? So you have money. So what? So don't buy your kid everything he wants the second he, he asks for because you have the money. You have the means. So you have the means. Intelligent, there are, there are plenty of intelligent, wealthy people. Don't give their kids everything because they know they have to build a kid. We have so little sublimness. We have so little patience. It's very, very bad. So we can't even we can't even talk about this level sublanus until we epis touch again the sugi of sublanus of of being patient a little bit of of realizing that you know growth like we say in Chappelle's all the time it's you don't put it in a microwave the law of the farm my dear colleague Robert Kalinske always says that you know you, you, you can't it's a farm it's slow it, it's a process patient have to be patient with people you know a Talmud is not going to wake up right away. A child doesn't wake up right away. A wife doesn't come around right away. A husband doesn't come around right away. I'm talking myself, of course, here. But I, I emphasize this point so much because I feel it's like if I, if there's something which I think was really lacking in the world today is this idea of patience. You get in, Revolver used to say, you know, I sit in the bus and I'm already nervous. Why isn't he moving fast? I'm sure he played it up a little bit for us. You're in the car, beeping, beeping, beeping. If you're in Canada, it's probably better. But in Israel, boom, boom, boom. God, what's wrong with him? He took my spot. It's someone someone took your seat. Okay, okay, let, let go. No one means anything. We know that. Yeah. Revolva visited once with the great Rukhatskal Sarna, Roshiva Kevron, great Talmud of Alta Slobodka, someone people in America don't know as much about. He was uh, one of the Dolan Mamish, Rukhatskal Sarna. And Revolva was uh, was crying about his situation, Ruchnius, which he felt, as many people do, or in Chinuch, they're going, their levels going down. So Rukhatskal Sarna basically said, it's almost the exact quote of, this, of the conversation. So Rav Chatzosana said, is anything getting better? Revolva said, my savlanus is getting better. My patience is getting better as a mushkid. Rav Chatzosana said, if that, it's all kedai. If your savlanus is getting better, it's it's worth it. Right? It's kedai. Solo means to carry. Right? Now, I want to take a step for us to attach ourselves to this meeting. You see, it's going to take a long time for you to meet us. We'll see how far we go. <laughs> Just to touch a little bit. I want to call it conscious carrying. We have to, so this bowl means to carry things. Like being patient means to carry, right? I, something's annoying me, I carry it. I, 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 this bowl. I think that we should start like this. 
try to take two situations today and carry their difficulty with you, as opposed to what we do, is which is avoid it. We, we run away from difficulties. It's a little difficult. I'm a little hungry. I'm a little testy. I'm a little this. I'm a little impatient. A little. I'll just I'll just avoid it. You know, we we create our lives in a way which everything's comfortable. Comfort is the exact opposite of being lisbon, being patient. It's very uncomfortable to Broner Shalom that people are called against him. Very. But he's so valid. It's very uncomfortable that I'm hungry now. Okay, it's a carry, carry it. But I want to emphasize, carry it with your mind also, consciously. I think it's going to make a much bigger impression. With don't just, don't just check off that I carried something. Say I am making a conscious effort to build this incredibly important me to myself called Savlanus, eventually to be like Hashem. And I realize I'm a little hungry now. I'm going to carry for five minutes. I'm a little tired. Usually, I would end the seder right now. I, I'm going to carry for another five minutes, two minutes. I'm saying to heal him and I'm knocked out. I'm going to, I'm going to push through. I'll be so full of that difficult situation. Now, obviously I think the minimum level of what the Tomer Dvar was talking about was sablonis to people. I think that's the push shot. Liz, being sobo people, that person is, I don't even want to start their friends. We're not ready for that first step yet. I don't believe. I think first we have to take a step. We'll get to being solo people. But even before we're solo people, let's solo. Maybe that's where. Maybe that's a good first step for you. But don't you don't have to start with there. Just to get our heads around the sublonest way, I will solo a situation. I'm a little tired. I know me. When I get tired to a certain extent, I close the saver. You know what? I'm going to stand up. I'm tired. I can be solo a little bit more that situation, right? And I don't just bear it and grunt, you know, do it consciously. I want to build, I don't know why this came to me, but I think that's a good word. Consciously carry. I'm consciously carrying something. I'm consciously carrying some difficult me. It could be, it could be someone's feeling a little bit of a lot of people feeling a lot of anxiety over the war. I'll give a perfect example. I'm feeling anxious about the war right now. I usually would go take a, a donut. You know what I mean? I'm going to, to get rid of it. I'm going to carry that, consciously carry that anxiety I feel and push through with it. I'm going to be so bullet. I'm going to be patient about it. Patient with myself, patient with it, okay? I think to try two things a day to to get ourselves, not with people, we'll get there. That'll probably be the next step. But just being being civil situations, there's a situation I don't like, there, this, there's a noise I don't like, there's a, there's, there, there's, there's some rational like, there's something I feel uncomfortable, I'm, I, I don't like the fact that my socks got wet. Don't change right away. Your socks get wet because it's snowing in Canada and Milwaukee. Don't, don't okay, Take it's okay, it's okay. You can have so you can have wet socks. I'll end with a story that Haley Gera, I think the Emory MS, they said that he was so fast. I think I read that he, you know, the Geras were incredibly zrezistic. Adiyamazet is a very big meaning in Gera, zrezis. So they say, I think they used to eat and bench and go to the mikvah in 15 minutes or something. Or I actually, you know, I mixed two things up, but what I did read about the Emory MS, I think they used to not use a towel. Who needs a towel? You know what I mean? He would jump into the mikvah and put his clothes right back on. Okay, a little wet. That's uh, somebody with sober I thought that was that was just a joke, not for us. Use your towel, but but you know what? Something comes up. Okay, so like you know, something's uncomfortable for you. We're so comfortoring. We're so you creature comfort. Everything has to be. You, you don't realize how bad. Uh, uh, again, I and I emphasize. I'm so inspired to do this. Besides the fact that we're getting to the, to be old Derech Hashem, because I see the destruction in marriages today. It's destructive. It's destructive. People are. If you're not so well, you, you, there's there comes a place in life where you can't make everything comfy for yourself. 
or for your children. It just doesn't work. There are only so many, there's so many ice coffees. It's it's not going to work. There's only, there's only, and you get to marriage and then you're going to get divorced. You gotta, you gotta be solo. You, you gotta be solo. You gotta, you gotta carry through. You gotta deal with difficulties. That, that's really what Savlanus is. It's, it's the difficulty of a person we'll get to. But the beginning is just to be solo situations. So, so that's what I want. It could be, of course, that the, that the you know, 20, 30 people listen to are already being sober a lot. I'm sober a lot also, but I, I could be sober more. And I want to work. That's what, that's my goal now is to, to this next week or two to be sober a little bit more than I'm sober. Whatever, whatever the difficulty is, whatever. Here's the media in one word. There are situations which are a little bit difficult for us, trying for us, which our natural sense is to get out of them. No, I'm going to be sober for five minutes. Okay, twice a day. I got to go, everybody. Wonderful to start with, everybody. I look forward to to, to us all being Ola Beis Hashem. And the very fact we're trying this is already uh, tremendously meaningful. I wish you much, Leah. Call to. Yeah.